a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry from Utah's Capitol Hill to your schools, taxes, and all the breaking news. Hear it on Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry on KSL News Radio. Welcome back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Let me first and foremost make an invitation to you. And let me tell you what, right now is the time to download the KSL News Radio app. On there, you can not only listen to the program, but you can also see a video feed of what's going on here in the station right now. The KSL News Radio app, powered by Any Hour Services, allows you to see uh, who I have sitting in my lap right now. It is my beautiful little three-month-old daughter, Piper. She's rubbing her eyes. She's adorable. Uh, so maybe check it out. KSL News Radio app. Powered by any hour services. I'm also joined in studio today. It's all right, little baby. I'm also joined in studio by my beautiful wife, uh, Jessica. Today is Valentine's Day. Hey. And I wanted uh, to talk to you. I want to tell you how, uh, how grateful I am to you for making this little show possible for me. You've made a lot of sacrifices for that, for this to work out, for this show to happen. So I'm uh, uh, very grateful to you for the sacrifices that you've made. I'm also grateful to you, baby, for uh, giving us this little girl, Piper. She's adorable. You're going to make me cry before we even get started. That's the way. Mission accomplished. I love you, too. (laughs) Uh, Also, you and I have an interesting story. Uh, We met here at KSL News Radio. It's all right, little baby. We're just telling a story. Everything's good. (laughs) You and I met uh, a number of years ago here at KSL News Radio. I was working for Doug Wright. I was his producer uh, while he was hosting his daily talk show here on these airwaves. And one of the responsibilities that Doug had in those days was to appear uh, once each morning on KSL AM. On the TV side. K-Slam. K-Slam. Each morning, uh, you and the other producers would get together and put together this wonderful television program to inform folks uh, what was happening each day. And one of those uh, segments that you produced was an opportunity for Doug to come on uh, on TV and talk about what he would be covering on the radio show that day. And anything you hear on the radio or see on TV, uh, you, you got to know that behind the scenes, there is an army of producers researching and bringing things to bear. And uh, you were one of the producers on the TV side. And that's where you and I first crossed paths. Yeah, I remember December 2012, I had the opportunity to work first as an associate producer with Linda Williams and Ken Fall, which was incredible. And then shortly thereafter, I moved to KSL AM, K-Slam, with the morning team. And that was, I remember, uh, where we had our first interaction. And... I know I've said this many a times, but the most distinct thing I remember about you were 
your footsteps. Because everyone on the morning crew knew when Lee was walking across the newsroom. He sounded kind of like a charging rhinoceros. (laughs) He had the most distinguished heel strike that I've ever known. Anyway, so... (laughs) That's that's what... That's what uh, what I remember the most. (laughs) You were charming, you were funny, and you had better style than me. It was great. Stop that. (laughs) But I do remember every once in a while you would come over and you'd start a conversation in two different ways. It was either asking a trivia question or you would spout off some cool fact. Mm. And I was super shy. I rarely ever looked up from the screen. But then one day I had the courage to answer one of your questions. Do you remember what the question was? Oh, no. I'm so sorry. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. Do you? Who penned the Pledge of Allegiance? Oh, that's a good one. I know. Francis Bellamy wrote the original version of the Pledge of Allegiance in 1892. And that was one of those explainer brag things because I uh, grew up. I grew up in the birthplace of Francis Bellamy, the mm-hmm. later author of the Pledge of Allegiance. Mm-hmm. I had forever had. You know, I'd worked here for a long time before before you got here, and my and I'd worked in other places. Uh, I'm familiar with like workplace environment and all that, and I had. Kind of as a rule for my, you know, conduct in the workplace, you don't get too social with anyone in the workplace. You certainly don't uh, date anyone. And it was, it was you, little pretty, that led me to break that rule. So thank you. T- tell me about. You mentioned uh, remembering the first time we interacted. If you walk out the door of the studio and to the right, these are folks listening at home. If you walk out the door of our studio, walk down the hallway through where all the uh, Big Shot TV anchors uh, have their desks, you'll find the the break room. That's where you and I first interacted. And that was probably the longest conversation we had had thus far, maybe two or three minutes. I remember I was warming up something for breakfast, and you would come in, and you just asked me, well, where are you from? And I said, Virginia. And that's about all I could muster out. And what did you say? I said, oh, East Coast, huh? I've been there. Yeah, Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I quickly walk out with my breakfast. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, well, interesting thing, Doug Wright, I worked for Doug Wright. He, coincidentally, also met his wife working here at KSL. His wife, Dee, and they uh, have had uh, a beautiful family together, grown that uh, big and strong. And we, stemming from our interactions here just down the hall, have started a little family of our own. Oh, wait, we haven't even said how we got together. Oh, is that right? All right, let's hear it. Well, Molly Don. Oh, that's right. So I <laughs> had no idea. I had no idea how to like approach you socially. I didn't know how to like break that ice. It was something I was a little uncomfortable about. I wasn't sure if it was even appropriate to do. And so Molly, who was your boss at the time, uh, I was friends with her and, and felt that she'd you know be able to uh, you know steer me in the right direction. If I were, of course. And I said to her, I said, hey, Molly, you've got uh, this producer, Jessica. Uh, Drop dead gorgeous. I really like her. Do you think that you could help me? Would you mind giving me her phone number? (laughs) And she, I had no idea what she was going to say. And ultimately, though, she did say, after a little bit of back and forth, she said, you know what, Lee? Yeah, here's her phone number. Uh, Go ahead and call her. And I remember that day very clearly, the day you called me. It was June 26, 2013. Can we leave a a cliffhanger? We've got to take a break. Okay. Tell you what, let's take a quick commercial break. (laughs) Then you you and I will get back on here on the radio. I've got a little piper here on my lap. And when we come back, uh, why don't you tell folks what uh, I asked you on the phone uh, (laughs) leading up to our first date. That's next here on Live Mike 
I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. With Lee Lonsberry. Welcome back to the program. I'm so grateful to you for joining me on today's episode of Live Mike, episode 44. It's Valentine's Day, and we're doing something a little bit different here. I have in my arms right now my beautiful three-month-old daughter, Piper. You can see her if you look on the KSL News Radio app. It's powered by Any Hour Services. Uh, if you look on there, we have cameras throughout the studio, and it's a pretty sweet, special thing for, for me. I grew up with a father who was in radio, and I've got pictures of myself as a little tiny boy uh, joining him in the studio. So it's kind of a surreal moment right now, if I'm honest, to have my own little baby daughter in my arms. Maybe you hear her a little bit, but to have her, a little Piper, in my arms as I broadcast and chat with you and also chat with my beautiful wife who is here in studio with me on Valentine's Day. We were, in the last segment, talking about the story of how we met. My wife was a producer here at KSL Television. She, uh, working in the morning. It's okay, little baby. Hey, Piper, how you doing? You're on the radio. Hold on, (laughs) hold on. Mommy and Daddy are telling a story. She just wants her turn. (laughs) Mommy's going to tell about the first time that she and I ever spoke on the telephone. Oh, yeah. Uh, June 26, 2013. Let's go back. I had just finished my shift here on the morning show. I'd gone over to Harmon's to get breakfast, and I see an unknown number start calling me and answer it. Lee Lonsberry on the other line. And I immediately thought, okay, there's some project we're working on because Doug Wright was on our morning show frequently. Uh come to find out though he was not calling about work which caught me off guard um and he asked a very specific question do you remember exactly i think i said i wanted to take you to dinner and i was very careful with how i asked you i didn't want to sound too cliche or too unthoughtful or anything like that and i said and correct me if i'm wrong but i remember saying to you uh jessica may i take you to dinner it was so pure straightforward and i loved it I I could help but just say yes. (laughs) So our first date was July 2nd at Copper Onion. That's right. Do you remember what you ordered? Uh, I know it's funny, but I remember. So I was it. (laughs) So here's the thing: you before you and I started dating, I knew that you had a a a reputation of being very healthy and health conscious, Mm -hmm. uh, eating healthy, exercising, being fit, and I was whatever the opposite of that would be. Uh, (laughs) I would order uh, big red meat steaks and such. But on that evening, I thought, oh, you know what? I want to turn her off by, let me let me see if through, hey, little baby, it's okay. We're getting to the part about you in the store. You're coming up. You're coming up. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll get there. Uh, you're a few years down the road. But we're going to get to the, the part where uh, Piper in, in, <laughs> enters the storyline. I ordered salmon because I thought it would be impressive to you. <laughs> Grilled salmon. That's right. So fast forward just about a year and a half. Um, October 9th, 2014, we marry in... New York. And and not just anywhere in New York. Uh, we married in the LDS Palmyra Temple in New York. Uh, and then we had our reception in the most beautiful park, Letchworth Park. That's right. Uh, and there was... There were some interesting things. There was something that you uh, allowed me to do at our wedding reception, and it was serve a very particular meal. I was I grew up in western New York. It's just south of Rochester, New York, which is known for uh, a particular dish. Uh, they call it the garbage plate. <laughs> and the garbage plate, is a, it's a thing that like hockey fans used to eat uh, uh, late at night after uh, hockey games. And now it's a place that uh, people will go and, and spend time over at Nick Tahoe's to get a garbage plate. And I grew up uh, eating garbage plates. My dad would take me there uh, all the time. Uh, the, the interesting thing, though, is I thought, well, 
you think we could serve that at a at a wedding? And that, what is a garbage plate? A garbage plate is it's macaroni salad, potato salad, uh, a meat, uh, just all piled up uh, on top of one another. And uh, then I said, do you think that we could? Can you hear little Piper back there? Is that? Oh, man. Can I go get her? Uh, I'll, come right, I'll come right back. Yeah, go, go get her. I'll, okay, t- I'll, I'll tell right about back. this garbage plate thing and, then, uh, and we'll keep going. So the, the garbage plate is a meal that's served traditionally out there in Rochester, New York. And I said to I said to Jessica, I said, hey, would you mind if we serve that meal at our wedding? And she said, oh, my gosh, what is wrong with you? We can't serve something like that. I said, I, listen, it's got uh, meaning for me and my family. I think it'd be a, a neat thing. And so she made a compromise with me. She said, uh, well, I'll tell you what. We can serve, uh, sure, we can serve garbage plates at our wedding at this holy matrimony, we can serve garbage plates, but under one condition. And that is that these garbage plates must be served on the finest of China. And so we had this uh, silly late night food uh, served to all the guests of our wedding uh, at uh, and atop uh, China. It was a beautiful thing. It was a sweet little thing. It may mean more to us than anyone else, but I'm very grateful to you, baby, for uh, making that compromise and, and letting us serve garbage plates, uh, that silly meal from Western New York at our wedding. And I've been happy to be married to you uh, ever since then. I love you. Did you happen to tell him we had to serve it on China? Well, yes, I, I to told him. That was, that was a big part of the compromise, okay, I as said. As long as you mentioned both sides of the compromise, we're good. Because we're classy, of course. Because <laughs> we're classy. There was a, one date that uh, I wanted to bring up as we wrap up this segment here. And, and forgive me, folks, this is uh, just uh, maybe an obnoxiously wide window we've opened up looking into our little life here. But uh, I'm proud uh, of our little growing family. I'm proud of my wife and I'm proud of uh, our baby she holds in her arms right now, little Piper. One of our first dates, though, I have about two minutes left. I want to talk about uh, a time you and I, uh, overnight, we did uh, something called a 50-20 challenge. I think it was our yeah. third or fourth date. A 50-20 challenge is a, a 50-mile walk. Uh, it, it has its genesis in the 60s, and I don't have time to tell that end of the story. But ultimately, what you and I did together was nonstop walked 50 miles. And we didn't know much about each other. We didn't know, uh, you know, what our strengths were or anything. And we were at a stage in our relationship where we weren't willing to admit any discomfort. And so we uh, set off uh, here in Utah through the desert out by Eagle Mountain. We walked uh, for 50 miles, and that was one of our first dates, and it showed me a lot about uh, your character, your strength. We got to cover a lot of ground, had, a, had hours and hours of conversation, uh, and that uh, was one of the moments where I thought to myself, and uh, pretty much had my mind well made up that, you know, I think I might want to uh, spend my life with her. I think I might want her to be uh, my valentine each year from now. And uh, forevermore. We got to know each other really well. And there was a timeline here on this race. We had to get it done in under 20 hours. Mm-hmm. And neither of us had even accomplished an ultra marathon of any sort. So we were kind of winging it. Um, and it is definitely one of the most memorable dates we've ever been on. I love you, baby. Happy love Valentine's you. Day. I love you, Piper. She's love gorgeous. You, Dad. She's so gorgeous. Happy Valentine's Day. You made Day. a pretty kid there, wife. Uh, listen, that's it for today's program. I'm so grateful to you for listening. We covered a lot of ground. I'm grateful to you for listening to that uh, story of my little family as we grow. Uh, from time to time, we'll touch base with my wife. I, I love speaking with her. I love uh, hearing what she's up to. And I would like you to know what we're up to. I, I want to be 
including you and in our family as we grow. I consider you family and friends. So thank you so much. Uh, happy Valentine's Day to you and yours. Next up here on KSLM's Radio, it's Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.